welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred. That theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And today we are moving on from our multi-week feature of Tom Lopez's Ruby Five um, onto a serialized podcast we featured back on this show, um, back when this podcast was first starting back in late 2010. It's now... Uh, moved on quite a bit, uh, finished the second season, and sort of concluded uh, several uh, hour episodes. It's uh, been a great adventure, and we want to give it some more attention. It is a show that marries audio drama's future and past, unlike any show I've ever heard. There's nothing quite like uh, what has been done here. It's got a story within a story model where you have a contemporary story and an old-time radio story all loosely related to each other in strange ways. Um, it is a show that takes your expectations and then defies them. It is crazy, it is mysterious, it is marvelous, and even funny. It is uh, penned by Alicia Gorenson and performed by the post-marine players The Mask of Inanna. Inanna is a free serialized podcast, as I mentioned, and the first two complete seasons are available in their entirety at the themaskofinanna.com, I-N-A-N-N-A, themaskofinanna.com. Uh, for the next two weeks, we'll be featuring some episodes from the second season, the first two of the second season, uh, so may throw you off a little bit if you haven't heard it from the beginning, but I'll do my best to catch you up and hopefully get you hooked and going back to hear more of that. Uh, what else can I say about these? The production's top-notch. They've got a uh, style that's really unique to post-Meridian radio players. They, um, Though this is kind of their most ambitious studio production, they have been doing live shows for quite a lot of years. They've got a really seasoned cast. They have listened to a lot of radio shows very clearly, so they have their own unique sound signature. They kind of know... Um, they, in, in some ways, certain things sound like a uh, something you may expect, and other times they are quite original, and they know uh, they know what they're doing, and uh, it shows. And uh, the writing stands up again. That's Alicia Gorenson who um, crafted this uh, crazy tale that uh, blends ancient Babylon goddesses and modern uh, radio shows and uh, many other things. So we'll be up for that um, in just a moment. Um, by the way, Post Meridian are doing a couple live shows this year. They just finished a spring show. They'll be doing a summer show. And then they also have their um, annual Halloween show as well this year. Uh, they are looking for scripts. Uh, we posted a link to that on our Radio Drama Revival Facebook page. Um, and also, um, as far as scripts go, there's also a big fish. The BBC is looking for scripts. There's a 2,000-pound, um, British sterling pounds, uh, prize for best radio script writing. Quite a fantastic cash prize, actually. And the opportunity to have your script uh, recorded by the BBC, and they'll fly you out to London for that. So uh, pretty big deal. Um, that one uh, was posted both on the Facebook page, Radio Drama Revival, and on our website, radiodramarevival.com. Dig up that for all the rules. Um, it's not only eligible for U.S. artists, but um, encouraged. It's also international. So if you speak English or speak English as a second language and have a story idea, check it out. Um, again, that's the BBC Radio Writing Competition. Either Google it or check out our link at radiodramarevival.com. Um, yeah, and so before we get into Mask of Inanna, we do have the next installment, week 11 of The Cleansed, our ongoing post-apocalyptic production penned by yours truly, produced by my company, Final Room Productions. Uh, we've been following the adventures of Maria. She's a young girl with a hunger for adventure, grew up in the woods of Maine, and uh, life was changed when John Prophet, a grizzled old soldier on a quest, uh, showed back up. Um, he is trying to convince uh, Maria to join him to st uh, stop this totalitarian regime. And they've reached a crossroads where Maria must make a decision. And we'll learn what the choice of that decision is and how that will affect everything from here on out. Here it is, Chapter 11 of The Cleansed, 
Enjoy. Final Rune Productions presents The Cleansed, Season 1, Chapter 11. pretty crazy dream that first night. Right, Maria? Yeah? Yeah, about Prophet. Who else? He was a ghost carrying a lantern, and he was bringing us through the woods. I could see right through him, the reaching arms of the spruce trees through his chest. We were walking towards the river, near, nearing daybreak, and, and as the light of morning started to penetrate the forest, it put holes in him. Shafts of light poked through him, and he became less of a sheet, more of a like a like a mist. But but even as he turned into a a foggy, dim shade, he kept marching, kept marching. Even when we reached the river, and it reached up and it pulled him in. And <laughs> that sounds a lot like him. And you, Maria, you went in right after him. You dove right into that water. Zeke. Zeke. Ah, sorry, boy. John. The Republic. We need to get out. John! Oh. Oh. It's bad, isn't it? Are you with me now? Yeah. Blurry. Damn you. You pretend everything was okay. It'll be fine. Just... Trust me. You keep saying that. Why? Why do you need to keep reminding me? Not far. Just... John! John! Yeah, I'm here. John, please. Stay with me, please. John! Yeah, hey. You can... You have to leave me. Can you do that? We're getting help. It's not far. Downstream. Half a mile, maybe less. I remember a stand of oaks. Oaks? John, we're in the middle of the woods. There's a trunk. It splits in three. Never seen anything like it. I put it there. Put what? You'll find it. Just get it and come back. I can't leave you. There's no point in you staying. Go on. John! Go! scared the hell out of me, kid. Where's Maria? What happened? Well, Prophet, he, he... He's not well. I could have told you that. Idiot has an infection that will make him see UFOs, and now he's running off in the woods? She's with him. We were... I don't know, I just... Damn it! Kid, neither of you have any idea what you're getting into. Do you realize that? I'm sorry. You're almost 20 and dumber than a two-year-old. You're lucky you're not dead. And it's only started. Please, Mom. Maria, we need to get Maria back. And John. Oh, to hell with John. Where did you leave your sister? This way, come on. All right, bend in the river. 
rocks and there it is, the triple oak. This is crazy. Ugh. All right. Okay, a little tricky. Hope. Oh. Okay, now what the hell did he... Well, would you look at that? Is this, a, this is a canoe. And this is in good condition. John, you are still full of surprises. All right. Easy. Easy, Maria. Okay. We got paddles. Let's see if you can still steer one of these, huh? A little big for one girl, but not too bad. All right. Yeah, doesn't tip. Just needs a little finesse. John! Hey, John! Found your boat! John! John! Hey, John! 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 Oh, good. What now, John? Unzip my bag. Yeah? Plastic bottle. Okay. Pills. Pills? Oh, you gotta treasure them. Just half. There's nothing left of them, just dust. Dust'll do. Hand them over. Thanks. Maria, are you with me? What? Yeah, I think so. Do you think it or do you believe it, Maria? I don't know. Because we're... Because what we're trying to do, Maria, is more important than the things I've had to do all along the way. We're not talking about a few people dying here and there. We're talking about the end of a dream. Do you understand? You talk big, John. This is big. Do you know what they're gonna do if no one stops them? Is they, John? The Dwellers? The Republic. Didn't I tell you about the Republic? No. They, they're the same gang of fools who got us into this. They got a ship, they have men, guns, they've even got missiles. Missiles? Fire from the sky. Turn a city block into rubble. They can control them from hundreds of miles away. Have a robot drop them. No. No one can do that anymore. The technology's gone. The Republic has it, Maria. That's what I'm saying. They won't be happy until they control the world, and their idea of control is to blow the crap out of anyone that doesn't agree with them. They can't. They can. We thought it was all gone, but they stashed just enough of the old stuff so they could come back again, try to make it like it was all over again. We can't let that happen, Maria. Why, John? Why are you trying to convince me? Because, Maria, you and me... We have to get in that canoe. No! You have to! But Luke! Luke is coming back for me! Luke will follow you, Maria, if you go. But if you don't, you both will go back. And if you go back... John, you don't know what you're asking. I do, Maria. I know because I've had to do the same thing myself. Everything. 
every bit of happiness I ever could have had. My chance to be a real person, a father, I forgot it all so I could fight this fight. And now I'm asking you to do the same. I don't know. You've got to make up your mind, girl. Can you do that? I don't know. You're a tough kid. You get that from your mother. But where's your resolve? I have plenty. Then make up your mind. Screw you. You're going to die out here. I'll die. You're damn right I'll die. But not without fighting those bastards till the final day. Now tell me, Maria. Are you going to get in that canoe or not? But Luke... He'll figure it out. Come on. Okay. Just give me some space. Whatever you need. Just hope you're a good paddler. I've guided a lot of these. And I'll follow your lead. Come on. They were right here. Look, they were... They were here. I don't... Luke, what is going on? Maria! Maria! What's going on? I don't... They were right here, okay? Are you sure? Everything looks the same. Yes, I'm sure, okay? But there's no way they... Maria! 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 I can't do this. It gets easier. It really does. Maria! It gets easier. podcast version of The Cleansed. To hear the rest of this episode in its entirety and uncut, visit www.thecleansed.com. You can purchase the entire director's cut for $1.99. Also see a full cast and crew list, exclusive behind-the-scenes video, character sketches, and more. Again, that's www.thecleansed.com. Or catch us next week for another free installment. New episodes of The Cleansed will go up on this podcast for free each Friday from March through October 2012. Those are available at thecleansed.com, finalrune.com, and radiodramarevival.com. The Cleansed is a Final Rune production. Find more free audio stories at www.finalrune.com. That's F-I-N-A-L-R-U-N-E.com. And that was The Cleansed, thecleansed.com, for more tastes of that show, episode art, behind-the-scenes video, story, character sketches, and more at thecleansed.com. And now on to The Mask of Anana, episode one from season two. And uh, what do you need to know? Um, Our protagonist is Leonard Allen, kind of a charming old man from the golden days of radio. He's been sent to this lighthouse to uh, sensibly continue his old-time radio show. Uh, But as he's learned, there's this whole uh, crazy thing with this cult goddess called Anana, um, strangely tied into uh, modern-day Iraq and uh, spiritual forces of odd sorts that are trying to mess with his scene. Here we are with Glory Days. Um, Enjoy. How many pennies do you have? Let me see. That's enough. I don't need the rest. Eight pennies to the goddess. Thanks be to her. Previously on The Mask of Inanna. You 
comes around every year. Soon they'll all hear me. Even Gwen, my beloved Gwen. Across the nation, across the universe, radio signals go on forever. To the stations that run your show, your gorgeous Gwen, who keeps you steady. A woman named Gwen referred us to you. Gwen? She really spoke to you about me? She's not mad after I lost all her money in that store. And she said to tell you that Florida's marvelous for her. I'll be sweet old Gwen. I helped a friend start a general store for a while. And then that ate up everything Gwen and I had. Gwen left me over that. Give my love to Gwen, Walker. Do you have Gwen's number? Not on me. I'm terribly sorry. I can call her and ask her if she wants it released. No, it's fine. Tell her I'll... Tell her I wish her well. What's wrong, Smokey? Looking at me like it's the first time. Bus to Philadelphia resumes services in 15 minutes. Grab what you need at the rest stop. Uh, hey, excuse me. Could I borrow a smoke? Uh, sure. Uh, sorry. Light it off mine. Thanks. So, can I ask why you're back here? <laughs> My choral director doesn't want us smoking. Ah. So, you're headed home? Yep. All us girls. Back to Lockstone, Pennsylvania. Huh. I'll be. Uh, I'm taking a job one town over. Get out of here! Oh, they're starting a radio theater company and they want me to run it. You run radio stations? No, uh, just shows. I worked for Orson Welles. Ah. I mean it. And now you're off to our little neck of the woods. That's right. You're hiring singers? It's not that sort of show. Oh. Hey, in New York, do they really hire you right off the street if they've seen you perform somewhere? No. Of course they don't. Some of the girls were saying it happens. They said a a friend of one of my friend's cousins was picked up for Glenn Miller. A friend of a friend? (laughs) A friend of a friend. That friend who's always winning the lottery? (laughs) Right, her. I like her. She owes me ten bucks. She owes me my weekend back. I should catch up with the girls. Do you you have any gum? No. For your breath? Uh Uh-huh. You know, I... have a... a, I have a trick for that. Better than gum? Yeah. If you wouldn't mind it. What is it? (laughs) You taste like smoke, too. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say it was a... (laughs) Is there anyone watching? No, I think we're fine. I I, I wouldn't want to get you in trouble. Do you uh, have a phone number where you'll be staying? Yes, I do. Uh, Give me a second. Oh, it's here somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there. Uh, I don't suppose you'd mind if I... Call it. Yeah. Or don't. 
I should, I should go. Goodbye. Uh, um, uh, Gwen. Leonard. Leonard. Allen. <sighs> Christ. Around every year. Suddenly everything's funny. Brother, you're right in the money. Cause jolly old June is here. The mask of Inanna. To Leonard Allen. To Allen. Back at you. <laughs> yeah, before we begin eating, I want to say a few words about this man. It's been a rough couple of weeks, but I'm privileged that I can call him my friend. He's one of the most noble and generous individuals I know. Noble, because he saved us this evening from a rampaging speed bump. And generous because he knows the truth about his radio show, our prayer for protection for our loved ones overseas, and he's agreed to stay on until the end. Oh, come now. You made my career. <laughs> I want to add something. When Len gets behind his microphone, he's not only keeping our ritual going, he's getting our kids to take their earphones out to hear him. We have families preparing dessert around his show. And woe to the radio show that runs against him. <laughs> and we have him all to ourselves. Put your hands together for him. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. oh, and thank you all for getting me on my feet again and letting me do what I love. I feel privileged to be able to finish this old ritual and help your kids out. They do know what you're planning, right? Anyhow, the lasagna and the chicken are getting cold. On to the feast! Stay there, Len. Here. The first slice of lasagna. Oh, thank you. Oh, my compliments to the chef. You're welcome. Mr. Allen, pass the Caesar salad dressing. Did you want some salad with that? No. It's for my french fries. Yeah, just to warn you, they're setting up a laser light show for you after dinner. Do I have to be there? It would be a nice gesture. <laughs> I'll sneak you out during the show. Hmm. You'll excuse me, I have to see a horse about a stall. Yeah, we'll save your seat for you. Pardon me. Leonard. What? Oh, my God. Gwen? Hi, Smokey. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were in Florida. I flew up to see you. Uh, are you all right? I, I didn't expect you'd be here. Mr. Lewis said you were out of the nursing home. I was waiting for you to call. Y you were? Well, 
Well, I've been, you know, this and that. I was waiting, regardless. I missed you. I missed you, too. But I thought you'd be fresh with me, still. And that's why you never called? You were scared? Of me? I couldn't just pick up the phone. I'd have had to call the bank first and get a loan. I'm not here for my money. Because, well, I can't pay you. I lost every cent in those stores. You called it. You were right. Before you left. Smokey. Can it wait? I'm working on the books here. I know dinner's getting cold. If I wanted the money back that I lent you for your store, could you do it this month? What do you want it for? It's my money. I, I know, but I'd have to do these books all again. You can't pull out this early. That's what the guy says. Uh-huh. But you just leave me alone. If I lose my place, I have to do this page over. You're talking down to me again. If that's what it takes to get you out of here... Uh, just give my dinner to the dog or put it in the fridge or something. I got off the phone with my cousin in Florida. Good. Wonderful. I'm taking the car to see her. Oh. How long are you staying this time? I don't know. Are you coming back? You're in over your head. You read your books every night, trying some new scheme. And since when has your business partner listened to a word you've said? Or you've listened to a word I've said? I just need a little more time. We can't stay retired on what you bring in. Hun, your friend's a cheating louse. And here. You know... You haven't kissed me for months, unless I've kissed you first. Ah, look what you made me do! I lost my place! I'm sick of chasing you. You're a wreck! I have to go away and think. All right! Fine! I'll come down to dinner. Is that what it takes? Lost my place anyhow. <sighs> my cousin likes you, you know. She wants us to stay together. Well, I'm glad someone's rooting for me. But I'm past tired of coming in here after you, waiting for you to come to bed. One of the men at work was sweet on me. Well, you didn't. No. But I remember when you used to phone me at work with those little poems, or when we used to listen to the radio and make up lines. I need time to think, that's all. Oh... You know I love you. Uh Uh-huh. Hey. Hey, you're daydreaming. Sorry. Those were angry times, but I'm tired of being angry. How are you? You're walking well. They have me on a new drug. Ah. What are you doing now? The usual. Singing on Sundays, but it's getting harder to hold the music. My hands shake more than they used to. That's a shame. How's Mr. Lewis treating you? (laughs) You wouldn't believe it. I have my own lighthouse. Peace and waves. I stopped by there before I came here. You weren't in. (laughs) They're having a party for me here. Uh, Come with me. Let me introduce you to everyone. 
Uh, I, I can't. You won't have to stay long. Sounds like a lot of people in there. Oh. I don't want to panic. Can I take you somewhere? Not tonight. I'm tired. Are you leaving? Are you going back in? I should. Hey, how about breakfast tomorrow? I'd like that. I'll come get you at the lighthouse. Uh, I'm not staying there tonight. Oh? No, I won't be too far. I'm staying with a friend. I'll meet you at the lighthouse anyhow. I'm no good with directions, but I found that. All right. I'm very glad to see you. I'm still tired from the flight. See you tomorrow. Yes. Oh, uh, make sure the hotel gives you enough pillows for your neck. I know. I'm paying extra for them. It's your fault for teaching me how to splurge. Hey, there's nothing wrong with paying a little more for some comfort. Good night. Sleep well. I'm really glad you came back. Mm. What's the matter? Nothing. I ran into Gwen. She flew up from Florida to see me. Len. Jesse, I can crash somewhere in town tonight, but I need a ride to the lighthouse tomorrow morning. Are you feeling all right? Well, yes. What do you mean? Gwen is dead. No. Yes. She's been gone for over five years. Her liver shut down. She had cancer. I have copies of her hospital records. There's nothing they could do for her. You said she told you the nursing home I was in. And I told you I was part of the Harper Foundation. You know, Don Harper, Scotty Harper. We had to get you out somehow. But she was in the hall. She kissed me. I felt her. You didn't feel anything change when you left the hall? No. She was there. She even had her crow's feet around her eyes. It was her. Did she say where she was staying? At a hotel somewhere, I don't know. Why are you so sure she's dead? We went looking for her to ask her where you were. We didn't believe she was dead either. I had the hospital fax us her records. There could have been a mix-up. I can tell the living from the dead. Our rituals tracked you down. We checked for Gwen, too. She is no longer with us. Gonna tell me. For crying out loud, we were going to give you a night's rest first. Oh, she sure picked a hell of a time to show up. I'm sorry I didn't tell you sooner. You never tried to call her? I should have. I was planning to, except I thought she'd still be mad. Was she? Oh, no. What do you think it could have been? Don't look at me. There's too many. Nixies, sirens, succubae, Leon and she. Are you tired at all? No, not at all. Look, she smelled like Gwen, she kissed like Gwen, she talked like Gwen. She was Gwen! Even if she was still alive, she would not be walking around with that cancer in her body. I'm walking around! So we have to be very careful in dealing with her. I shouldn't have told I'm you. I'm glad you did. Let me finish! I was out in the hall there, and I thought I knew all the things you'd been keeping secret. 
I thought I had a beautiful place to live. I could finish my old show. You know, the way things should have been. And I would have had Gwen back, too, if you hadn't said anything about her. I almost had it all. Do you want to ride back to my place? Wait. Oh, wait, wait. Where, where are you going? To see if she shows up again. Is he going to be all right? He will. Uh, his condition is degenerating, though. I'd hoped he'd last longer. I'll take care of him. I'm sure you will. Any luck? No. Get me out of this joint. I made the bed for you. The, the blue towel is yours. Thank you. Help yourself to whatever you want in the fridge. I'm turning in upstairs. Uh, may I see her papers? Yes. <sighs> At least she wasn't in pain. They took good care of her. Could you check to see if she's really gone? The dead can't come back. There's the speed bump, but it's a cast-off. A snakeskin with some memories. She knew me. She acted just like her. Exactly as you remember her. I suppose. You are going to take me back to the lighthouse tomorrow, right? That's not a good idea. I know that. I don't care. I want to see her again, even if it's not her. I want to see her. <sighs> then I'll have to give you a few charms before you go. <sighs> if this is a few charms, I'd hate to see what you consider a lot. Wait. This one is protection in case she tries to lick your skin off. And this one is in case she tries to trap your eyesight in a Klein bottle. I'm no wizard, and I know this is overkill. Do you know what she is? No. Then you'll wear them all. Fine. Wait here. I'll scream if I need you. I'll be here. Good morning. Morning. How'd you sleep? Out like a light and on again. Did you get drunk or are all these for me? Are there any you like? <laughs> They're all hideous. Then I got drunk. <laughs> I was admiring the view. The water's colder than it is in Florida. It swells slower. Do you want to swim? No. Oh, no. You're the swimmer. I like to watch the sunsets from here. I can see why. We had those two condo buildings blocking the view from our house. <laughs> I hated those things. Amen. What were we supposed to look at? The televisions in the neighbor's windows? It drove me crazy, too. Have you had breakfast yet? I had a bite on the way over. You said... You've spoken to David Lewis? Yes. 
He says you're dead. Do I look dead? Well, no. But Jesse, a friend of mine, showed me your medical records. Here, look. I don't see anything on these about my cortisone allergy. What? Let me see. They tried to give me a cortisone shot when I was there. The nurse wouldn't believe me. See? It's not on my record. But it says your liver shut down. Right there! My cancer went into remission. I don't know whose records these are. Your name is on every page. Hospitals make mistakes. But this many? I'm not dead. I know. Oh, I missed you, baby. I missed you, too. I want you here. I want to be here. Oh, Jessie's waiting for me. She won't believe any of this. Can you talk to her? And I still don't feel comfortable around new people. She's down the hill. Not far. I know. I heard you talking. Take these. Give them to her. She'll understand. Tell her I'm no goddess. Are you sure? I won't go anywhere. Thank you. And take all that junk off your neck. Yes, dear. Is she there? Yes. She touched all your charms. Nothing happened. Just put them down. <clears throat> Will you go back to her? Yes. Uh, she said for me to give you these. Eight pennies. And she said, I'm no goddess. They smell like brine. Eight pennies to the goddess. Thanks be to her. I threw these over the cliff after Scotty dumped her grass clippings there. She's the thing under my cliff? Shh! She can probably hear you. She knew about Gwen's cortisone allergy. She probably knows everything you know about Gwen. What is she? I don't know. But she's been here longer than any of us. There are stories of a haunted cliff from when the Wabanaki used to fish here. Like? Wild winds, ghostly singing, the usual. Nothing to worry about. No deaths. How long will she be Gwen? Ask her. I don't think she means you any harm. I think I will. Go home. David will kill me if anything happens to you. That's nice. <sighs> did you hear us? No. What did she say? That you're all right, I suppose. She must fuss over you terribly. I don't understand her sometimes. You must be a big investment. My old high-priced consulting man. Oh, stop it. Uh, David swore he never talked to you. But he did. I gave him your address. You're sure? Has he always been honest with you? 
That was the only time we spoke. Maybe it got muddled in his head. I muddle all sorts of things. I wake up at two in the morning and I expect that darn air raid horn at the fire station to go off. Back in Lockstone. Oh my, I hated that thing. How long are you staying? As long as you want me to. I should have come sooner. I'm sorry I left you as long as I did. Uh, well, that was how it was. I was living in a shot glass. I expected too much. But I'm not going anywhere. My mind's made. I'm glad. Before we do anything more, I do have some laundry that needs airing. Yes? A few years after I left you, there was someone else. Oh. I didn't know him before. He used to visit Florida every winter. His name was Jacob Henderson. Wait, Henderson? Yes. He used to maintain the lighthouse before you. I was someone special to him, too. Oh. It's what happened, and we had good times. I don't regret it. I want you to know everything. Uh, I'm not sure I want to know. He was a good man. Private, like me. But a fine dancer. Did you see any of the lighthouse keepers before him? Smokey, if you're going to be this way, I'm wasting my time. Oh, baby. I mean it. I came all this way for you. And if you've decided to stay jealous at me, tell me now. You can't expect to show up and tell me this and have me turn into Hugh Hefner. Oh, sure. Open relationship. If you cared so much before, why didn't you give me one phone call to ask how I was doing? Not, here's your money, don't spend it. I need a cigarette. Do you have one? No. You? <laughs> the doctor would kill me. I've said my piece. Do you want some time alone? No. You're sure? Yes. Let me feel your pulse. Is something wrong? It's racing. Your skin's white. Your eyes are clear. It's the cinnamon bee. I know that. It killed Jacob when they gave him an overdose. Someone mentioned that when I first came here. I suspected you were bad last night, but I think it's worse than that. Oh, Smokey. You must have been in awful shape at the hospital. Well, how bad is it? I'd say four weeks. Uh, I'll talk to David. He can cut the dosage. There's no going back. The drug's addictive. I don't know if I want to be around for this. Well, then why the heck did you come? I thought we'd have years. The last two weeks are awful. You'll get the shakes and the seizures. I don't know if I want to go through that again. Why didn't you check before? I wanted to be with you again. What do you want me to say? I'll never understand you. You don't know how bad it is. Come here. You smell nice. Give me a reason to stay. 
How about a walk? All right. If we're lucky, maybe we can pick some berries out there. Smoky. What? I'm a man. Just when you're poor, old heart. You might get it, go on Then June comes around with a basket full of dreams. And before you know it, there is a change in the weather. The People moon. are getting together. So I held up the mask, and I knew that was what the speed bump wanted. I said, it is you, Adams, isn't it? And it understood me. I know it. Bravo. Thank you. Oh, I could use lunch. I'll have to use the lighthouse phone. I'll be back for my radio show. Go ahead. I have things to do. They want it at 8 o'clock on the dot. Come on. Pull the knob up while you turn. I'm trying. My key's not working. Here, uh, you try it. Maybe they changed the lock? Uh, I'll ask Jesse. David's house is down the road. Good luck. I'll be waiting. Take care, baby. I don't know. I mean, if he's happy... Once the prayer is over, fine. But I do not want this spirit near him before then. She's had plenty of chances to hurt him, but she hasn't. Yet... What if she's lonely? What if she just wants a relationship? <clears throat> I suppose my ears should have been burning. Hello, Len. Hello. We're concerned you might be hurt. That's my business. Did she say exactly who she is? Yes. And? I'm not going to tell you. That's not fair. It's my life. We need to keep you safe. For how long? A month? She said that's how long I have because of that drug. That can't be right. You have me on a higher dose than Jacob Henderson, right? David, you didn't. I needed to give him more than we expected. But the dosages on the bottles were normal. I altered the bottles. Your father knows. You are a piece of work. It was a high dose or he wasn't leaving the medical center. Jesse, David, it doesn't matter. I have my Gwen. If it's for a month, so be it. Please, stop seeing her until the show is done. No! You don't exactly know what she is. I see her or I don't do the show. <sighs> I'm starving. I'm making myself a sandwich. Go ahead. Thank you. Wait, uh, Jesse, give me the new key to the lighthouse. What new key? Mine doesn't work on any of the doors. None of them? Nope. Did you try pulling up when you turned the knob? Yes, yes, I did. We should come with you and see what's up. Go, have lunch. Thank you. So we're not doing anything about Gwen? Give me time. All right. Son of a biscuit. Come on. Any luck? No. You? The oil door won't budge. The shed won't open. 
My key turned right, but the lock didn't click where it should have. I told you. It worked yesterday. Scotty, could you climb in the light if I got you a ladder? Sure. I think it's being held shut. Is it the wing things? Scotty, throw a rock at that window. Wait, wait a second. On it. You didn't have to. It didn't break. This is going to be a fun afternoon. If Alan can't do his radio show tonight... I know. Hey, uh, why don't you all clear out for a minute? I'll talk to Gwen. All right. One minute. Gwen, are you around? I never thought they'd leave. Oh, good. Hello. Um, you said you used to stay in the lighthouse? Yes. You wouldn't happen to have an old key or, or know another way in? Uh, let me check my pockets. I haven't used this in a while. Still doesn't work. Let me force it. <clears throat> Got it. Broke my key, though. Oh, you're the bee's knees, hon. Is it safe to go in? At my age, I don't know what's safe anymore. I'll wait for you inside. Call if you need help. You too. We opened the door! You did? Well, Gwen did. Well, it's open. You hear that? Yes. Everybody, hold hands. We'll make a line for the radio room to grab the After Dark episodes. Do not let go. Understand? Yes. yes. Affirmative. I'll lead. What's going on in there? I don't know. This is the spiritual side of the lighthouse. This is impossible. I trained people for years before they can travel here. You didn't train me. You're special. What's with all the doors? The gateways. All the rooms in the lighthouse should be here, but they won't be the same. This should be the radio room. Where's the equipment? It's empty. Son of a weasel. Don't let go of my hand. I can try to journey to the real world. We'll lose you. The presto reels aren't going to show up here. Scotty. Len. Hold on to me. Ready, David? Yes. <sighs> Letting go. I'm still here. Focus. Relax. I am. I think I can see the other side. Let me try the cellar. Someone might be using the mask to hold the spirit world steady. <sighs> so... What should we do to kill time? Jesse? Scotty, I'm holding your hands. Where'd you go? I'm here! I didn't feel you go! Anyone? Where'd they put the front door? It's not where it should be. Hello? Stop it! 
wipe his nose pickings under the table. He loses all my things even when he knows where his are. Baby! That was rude. Who are you? Who are you? His girlfriend? Hurry. We can't hold him back for long. Get me out! The front door's gone. She can't love him the way we love him. What does she know of his work? Her sister, aren't they? Ow! They're biting again. One more case, please. Get in this room. No! 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 the door. I appreciate your dedication. I'm thrilled to have such passionate fans. Thank you, Mr. Allen. Thank you, Mr. Allen. We're ever so pleased. Ever so pleased. Say, I wouldn't be caught dead out after dark. I wouldn't be caught dead out after dark. <coughs> but really, I didn't have the best after dark on the radio. Of course you did. Of course you did. You don't mean that. Oh, really? I thought Bob Stroud's version was a lot better overall. Blasphemer! I mean it. He was in Hollywood. His mics were cleaner, his music was punchier, his actors had more experience. Liar! Liar! Yours was more authentic! The music was punchier. What? Just the music. It's a package. It's a package. It's a package. Alan's show was perfect! Alan's show. Alan's show was Stroud's music. No! 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 no. Get inside! No. Now! No! No! These bites sting. They'll heal. Have you seen the others? No. I don't think they're as popular as you, though. Hun. How are we going to get out of here? We're straining whatever is holding the spiritual plane here. It has to break sometime. Do you want to sit down? I would. Hmm. Like in the old sawmill. Flies outside, quiet inside, and no one coming soon. The eyes! The arms! The mouth! It's you from yesterday, isn't it? You sent me back to see Adams. Are you doing this? Blind! Deaf! Dumb you! Me? Lennon! Lennon! Cut the tape! Tape close all! She'll be angry! Furious! Who is it talking about? Who? Candle Sniffer! Oathbreaker! I don't understand. You never said who she is and why she's angry. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Like in the old sawmill. Sawmill love. Houses ruined Pennsylvania. You! Unchanged! Unfettered! Who's nostalgia? Do not listen! Your nostalgia and do not run! Do not feel what you ask! What did I ask? Houses! Fire! Sledgehammer's gravesite! She'll be very mad, you know. You are a walking cow! Goat! What do I need to know? Her Pennsylvania! Her home! Her home is the fertile... Get down! Damn it! I think they're gone. Oh, Orson, Mr. Obler, you're trapped too? Here, I'll let you out. Where's the door handle? Oh, Gwen? Gwen? How'd you get in the closet? Have you seen Gwen? Uh, no. What happened to your hand? Oh, flies were eating me alive. 
Are you all right? Yes. Flea-bitten, but not bad. Did you see what brought us back? You didn't? No. It must have been the wing things. You saw them? Okay, little schnorglums. I'll let you out. Gwen and I heard the voice that sent me to see Adams. Angry as heck over something I did. Did it hurt you? No. Anyway, the wing things attacked the voice, and I snapped back. Wait a second. We have the presto reels. Scotty, get that box. Can you close the door? I want to see if Gwen made it back. In the closet. It's where I left her. Gwen? Hey, David, stop listening! Gwen? Smokey. Oh! You scared me. Sorry. I thought I'd lost you. I don't like those cats. They're bad news. I see. Something bad's going down when you finish your after dark. Besides all the speed bumps they'll summon to Iraq. I don't know how much I can help you. You can kiss my hand, make it all better. How's that? It still itches. Poor baby. How would you like to be on my radio show? Um, You wouldn't have to say anything. Just be there with me. I'd love to. It's a date. It is. Hallelujah. You're positive you don't need me tonight. David can handle the ceremony himself. Gwen's tough, and so is Scotty. She is. How's my guardian making out? Your charms are cutting my neck off. What's your ceremony like? It's complicated. It's an amalgamation of rituals dating back to Mesopotamia. But you don't need the mask there? We have another arcane connection. Have a good show. We will. I'm armed and dangerous. Wish me luck. That should be the last charm. I've hung them everywhere. Do you mind if I go home quick during your show? I forgot my phone. I want to take some pictures of this. I'll be listening on my radio. Uh, Sure, that's fine. Just just be back before I finish the show. Will do. Hello. What are we going to hear tonight? We're listening to a pre-recorded show that the After Dark folks did, awaiting my eventual return. Here, let me thread this. A glamorous life of the radio engineer. You love it. I do. Now, sit back. Keep quiet. We're on in five, four, three. You're out awfully late tonight. It really isn't safe, you know. You should be at home, sitting by the fire. Having a drink and relaxing. Listening to your radio, that's good. You're running, running for home. But it's too late. Too late to run for home now because you've been caught out after dark. (coughs) Winsley Wheat presents After Dark, Tales of Mystery and Fright. Winsley Wheat, what a treat. Get your boy or girl upbeat. 
Good evening, fine patrons of the mansion of Dr. Damien Crack. <laughs> well, that voice is hard for me to do. How about we hear something from those fine folks at <laughs> Winsley Wheat? What do you say? Dr. Hazelwood! What is it, Dr. Ishkabibble? Dr. Hazelwood, I think I found it! Not now. I'm in the middle of investigating why our facility supervisor has called for this perplexing thing. A day off. I've traced a strange pheromone in the air that must be causing this, and I'm trying to identify it. That's just it, Doctor. My team has spent years pouring through compounds and colloids, hunting for one which provides this theoretical zest for life we've heard so much about. And we finally found it. Indeed? What is it? Why, it's a simple mixture that anyone can create. It has components such as eggs, baking powder, and water. But the most important additive is a substance called Winsley Wheat. If combined in proper proportions and baked, the result is most satisfactory. I gave a slice of the result to Dr. Quantifat. What did he do? He tossed his cane away, flicked his heels, and started dancing. That is most unscientific. No, it is. The results are repeatable. I gave another slice to Dr. Brickabrack, and she shook that bun out of her hair, tossed her glasses away, and said she was going out to paint the town red. Dr. Ishkabibble, I demand a slice of your Winsley Wheat development. I must experience this zest for life for myself. Everyone should. I can say without a doubt that the scientific method shows that every recipe is substantially improved when it contains... Winsley Wheat! What a treat! Get your boy or girl a beat! Ah, uh, it's a fine evening in the crass glare. There's a peaceful fog on the moor, and the flickering candle is my only friend. Well, there's also the denizen of the cobweb over my bookshelf. Such a busy creature. Have you heard the old wives' tale of what happens if you sleep with your mouth open, and one of these eight-legged beasties happens to be passing by looking for a warm place to sleep? What would you say if the roles were... reversed? They are in tonight's fantastic tale that I call... The Never People. Cordy McMurray isn't a bad guy. He always has a smile on his face. He's a gentleman, too. Never too busy to tip his hat to a lady. <clears throat> Good afternoon, ma'am. Watch out for that ladder. What ladder? Oh! Why don't you look where you're going, Bob? I'm terribly sorry, sir. But Cordy isn't the luckiest of men. He works hard, but, well, you have to give the man some wiggle room for accidents. He's never found the courage to court a gal. But today, he's decided to have a go at turning his life around, to move out of that boarding house to somewhere he could bring a date. All he needs is a loan, which every bank in town has declined. Except for a new one he'd never heard of before. He's outside it now, having a smoke to calm his nerves. How do you like that, huh? A bank in a shopping plaza. <laughs> They'll put one anywhere these days. Indeed. The strange bank is sandwiched between a lady's boutique and a gentleman's outfitters. Cordy is staring at the fine hats, starched shirts, and leather shoes that he'll treat himself to once he has his load. There he goes. Good luck, Cordy.
Welcome to the First National Bank of Neiman, sir. Hello. <laughs> Cordy McMurray's the name. I called earlier about a loan. Of course. Could I ask you to put your cigarette out first, sir? Oh, oh naturally. <laughs> In this ashtray? Please. Oh. oh. Oh, dear. Where did it go? Ow. Ow. It, it, it's down my sleeve. Ow. 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 We'll clean the mess for you. Please, this way. From your call, I think this loan package will fit you well. Take your time reading it over. Hmm. The, the rate is very reasonable. Oh, what about this line? The signer agrees to waive his rights to all potential derived assets. It's a standard clause. It gives us the option to hold some collateral for your loan. We're fully certified by the state. Oh, of course. I understand. This seems to be in order. Excellent. We have a few legal matters we must attend to. And finally, sign there. This means the world to me. And to us, too. Did you just hear something? No. What was it? It was a sort of clicking. Uh, uh, oh, never mind. Good. I'll take these papers to my manager, and I'll be right back with your check. Wonderful. Oh, no. It's that workman whose ladder I knocked down. He must have business here. I can't let him see me. But there's nowhere to hide, uh, except... Oh, the vault door's open. There we are. Oh, heavens. My sleeve's caught on the vault handle. Oh. Come off. Off, I say! Oh, oh dear. Hello? C could someone let me out? Oh, what's the use? They can't hear. Another door? It's so dingy. That long street behind it. And warehouses? So many. And... No. No. Men following spiders. Spiders as large as elephants? Sure, boss. I'm on it. You! You're lost! What is this place? There's no sky. It's just streaked amber. And lands flat with all these warehouses and factories. And in the distance, those two dark mottled castles. Slow down. You're new, so the boss will go easy on you. What boss? Him. The bosses are spiders. <gasps> ah, he's impatient. We'll take you to be processed. I don't advise wandering off. The other bosses won't be so forgiving. All right, all right. Don't poke me, brother. I'll go with you. Yes? What's going on? What are they making a standard line for? I don't have a clue. I'm sorry. Oh, don't be. That's a very lovely dress you have. Oh. I saw one just like it in the boutique I passed before I came here. I'm glad you like it. How did you get here? I was out walking, and I'm not sure what I was doing. I can't remember anything before now. All right, you walk. Each of you, get in one of those stalls and change into your worker's attire. 
Hang your clothes on the rack. Don't rip or fold any of it. Once it's sold, you will be given a portion of the proceeds in your salary. Wait, you. Potential man. Who, me? Yes, your clothes are so old and used. The sleeve's burnt. Well, I, I can explain. Uh, no matter. You won't get a bonus, is all. He must have been a poor sap, the guy you're derived from. Derived? Uh, there's been a mistake. I'm Cordy McMurray. I was at your bank. That's very nice, but I must keep the line moving. The bosses hate delays in subtabula. You'll learn the ropes soon enough. Now, into the stall and get your smock on. Oh, but I... I... Move! Ah! Lavender and honeysuckle print? These smocks are scraps sewn together. At least you aren't covered in fuchsia and lily pads. Ugh. I hope this isn't spider silk. Mine's too long for me. <laughs> oh, uh, Cordy McMurray. <laughs> That's me, by the way. Shannon. I should have said so before. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, did you say your last name? I don't think I have one. If I do, I can't remember it. New potential. You will remain calm while the boss inspects you. Unless you feel like being made into sausages and shoe leather. Yes, sir. This crew is not for the obsidian palaces. Perhaps the cobblers. Sir, I hope you would put some stock in my enthusiasm for my work. I may not seem so, but I am a most diligent employee. My, my. Someone made a potential with a spine. Why do you keep calling us potentials? You won't understand this. But you might as well hear it early. There's another world out there. A place you'll never know. In it, someone signed up for a loan application that gives the spiders of Subtabula all of their potential derived assets. Potential children, potential spouses, potential friends. You all. People who wouldn't exist if not for the future actions of that person. Since you won't be existing there, you are all the indentured servants of the bosses to pay off that person's loan. And your own debts for room and board. Is that clear? Not in the least. Of course, sir. You all have been assigned to the smock sewing factory to close other potential. When your hands are skilled enough, you will be promoted to housewares or men's suits. This isn't right. Those people in the other world don't know about us. No, they don't. If only we had somewhere to run. But we do. We can go to the other world through the bank vault. That's how I came here. I know where it is. Potential man, the boss wants to inspect you. Closer. Oh, he thinks you're from the other world. We can't have you spreading lies about it now. What's in your hand? A lighter? You're hoping to burn us down? Oh, no. Uh, not at all. <laughs> I wouldn't have. Good. You back up against that wall. There's nowhere to run. Please, Mr. Spider-Boss, I beg of you. It, it was an accident that I came here. Let me go and I'll say nothing of your lovely operation. Or your long, dripping fangs. Which are quite handsome in the light. Oh, Father. Ah! over my own smock. It's too long, you know. Don't hurt me! Wait! It's impaled its fangs in the wall. It can't free itself. <laughs> you scuttling fiend! Can you lead us to the vault? Yes. Everyone, follow me and hurry! 
the line. Everyone, get back in the line. You'll be my head if you don't. The spiders are on our tail. We must hurry. I'll turn this wheel handle. Hopefully it'll let us out. We really hit one out of the park back there. In the seventh inning stretch. I love baseball. Oh, but, but you've never been to a game before? I just know it. The scent of hot dogs, the roar of the crowd, the pop of a bat before a line drive, and the smack as it hits the first baseman's glove before he tags the runner out. I, I love baseball, too. My ears glued to the radio for every game. My family talks of nothing else over my mother's Italian cooking. Mmm, it's a bella. Fresh basil and parmesan. Oh, be still, my heart. It's a remarkable coincidence that we met each other. I know. No, they're here. Opening. I almost have it. They're scooping up the people. You must hurry. I'm trying. They almost have everyone. No, you big ugly. I'll hold it back. No, Shannon. Just a few seconds. Get out of here. Hey, put me down. Shannon! It's open. You can all come through. <laughs> anyone? Well, sir, I have your check, as promised. What happened to your clothes? Do you know what's in that vault? Cash, bonds, the usual. Were you just in there? Perhaps you hit your head. I've done nothing of the sort. How would that explain my clothes, hmm? No. I know all about this place. Those papers you had me sign? The ones everyone signs? We signed our futures away. His future, her future, why, your future, too. The bank takes away the people who come into this world because of you or who won't be missed except for you. The bank will make it so they'll never exist. They'll be slaves in those cursed factories where the spiders will use them to make a fortune. The bank loans us our own dirty money. Please, sir, that's enough. Let me get you some new clothes, with our compliments. There it is again. Listen, I know that sound. It's the spiders. That's where it's coming from, not the vault. The place where we signed our papers, our gentlemen's contracts. <laughs> You've perverted the most basic and sacred of pacts. The world I visited had a wooden sky because it exists under these tables. See, there's that world in miniature. The spiders and the never people, and they're under this table. And this one. I figured it out. You're free. Your prison is no more. Run, all of you! I'm out. I'm here. This must be that other world. You did it, Cordy. Shannon! Oh, my darling! Wait, where are the others? They're just vanishing from the little city. It just isn't their time yet. Maybe they've come out somewhere else. Who knows? But don't you see? I'm supposed to be here. With you. Darling, if, if this is your place to be with me, with all we have in common, uh, would you marry me? Yes, darling. I knew I would when I first laid eyes on you. Wonderful. You've made me the happiest man alive. I think I will take that check, Mr. Banker. Shannon, there's a whole world out there, and I'm going to show it to you. 
people who she loves because they're on her land. Yes! Why doesn't David know about this? Does not listen like you! I'm listening. Can we protect the children without speed bumps? Yes! How? Simple, just... Are they gone? Tell me how! Stay there. I'll try the front door. 
Go outside. Wait. For what? Gwen. Don't look at her. They got me pretty bad. Did you find out what you needed? Yes. Good. I'm sorry you had to see me like this. I want to look at you. No. No. No, I can't. I need to be in the ocean. I can probably make it. No. Let me help you. I'm bleeding. So, Scotty, take one of her shoulders. Okay. Look away from her. Oh, a little tune, baby. I have you. I'm gonna be sick. It's all right, dear. a few days to patch myself together. You don't have to come back. Are you just saying that? Yes, I want you back more than anything. Go sit somewhere, Scotty. I'll take care of her. Okay. There aren't a lot of men like you. I want to kiss you. I don't have any lips. They took my face off. I can see your face fine if I keep my eyes closed. Take care of yourself. You don't give a man an expiration date and expect him to do that. I suppose not. I know you're not her. Shh. But, but I know how I feel. I went to my 25th high school reunion. All the guys were there, the sports guys and the theater guys. They were all guards and electricians and bankers, but... In the old gymnasium, we were the old gang again. We had the old nicknames. We couldn't help it. Put us together, that's who we became. Baby, you show up to me now, and this is who I become. I don't want to fight it. I'll be listening to you. Good. I know you will be. Smoky. No. Till later. She's gone. 
I guess we can't finish the show. If it'll make Anana mad at what we're doing... Would you just shut up? Just... Go away. Mask of Inanna, Season 2, Episode 1, Glory Days, was written and directed by Alicia E. Gorenson for the Post-Meridian Radio Players. The modern-day cast featured Andrew LeBron as Leonard Allen, Leslie Drescher as Gwen Somerset, Nellie Farrington as Scotty Harper, Catherine Bryant as Jesse McAllister, and Doug Miller as David Lewis, with Jenny Gutbazal as the mouse, Emma Lathan as Fan Being 1, Lisa Sturgeon as Fan Being 2, John Oswald as Fan Being 3, Julia Lunetta as Mr. Obler, and Heidi Clark as the introducer. The 1950s casts included Mike Babish as Matt Lerner, Marley Norton as Shannon, Tom Champion as the banker and the supervisor, Santiago Rivas as the clerk, Andy Hicks as the conductor, Michael McAfee as the worker on the street, Nellie Farrington as the woman on the street, Julia Lunetta as Dr. Hazelwood, Vicki Bloom as Dr. Ishka Bibble, and Rob Noyes as Cordy McMurray. Studio recording and post-production for The Mask of Inanna was performed by Alicia E. Gorenson, with production assistance from Paul Dworkin, Emma Lathan, and Lisa Sturgeon. The script editor was Vicki Bloom. Original music was composed and rendered by Neil Marsh, and the After Dark theme was composed by Sir Arthur Sullivan. All interstitial and background music is available in the public domain. The producer and series developer is Alicia E. Gorenson. The creator of The Mask of Inanna and executive producer for the post-Meridian radio players is Neil Marsh. For more information, please visit our website at themaskofanana.com. This has been a Hub of the Universe production. And that was Mask of Inanna, Season 2, Episode 1, written by Alicia Gorenson, released by the post-Meridian radio players. Uh, the second part of the second season of Mask of Inanna coming up next week. Um, you can ch- catch Episode uh, information, character notes, and more at the official website, themaskofanana.com, themaskofanana, I-N-N-A-N-A, dot com. This is a totally free project, and you can dig it on iTunes, Zoom, Android, or other podcast player of your choice. Um, also, don't miss the live shows of Post-Meridian Radio Players if you're in the Boston area. Um, they have had just had their spring show. They've got a summer show coming up, as well as a Halloween show. Um, you can find them through our Facebook, Radio Drama Revival. If Facebooking is not your thing, uh, just check out RadioDramaRevival.com. Over 200 hours of audio programs in our archives up there. Uh, we're actually working on, uh, you believe it or not, an app, uh, something that will make the listening experience of our archives and even catalogs that we're going to be building outside our archives even easier, uh, make it easy to find stuff by genre, by artist, uh, by stuff you might like, uh, things like that. If that's something that you think you might like or if you'd like to give us some input on how you would like to listen and what 
you might like to listen to and what could make your life better um, for platforms listening to audio drama. I would love to hear from you. If you listen to this long on the podcast, you are one of the, the true believers. So I'd really appreciate your feedback. You can email me personally, fred at radiodramarevival.com, fred at radiodramarevival.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Um, of course, you can also check us out on iTunes, search for Radio Drama Revival. That wraps it up for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Southern Maine's community radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com's labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Mm-hmm.